Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Today's episode is sponsored by Relief Factor. Pain from everyday living, exercise, or just getting older is one of the leading causes of trips to the doctor and sleepless nights. It interferes with daily activities and can even keep us from spending time with the people we love. If you have pain every day, it stands to reason you need something you can feel comfortable with taking every single day. That's why doctors invented 100% drug-free Relief Factor. Now, tens of thousands of customers are using Relief Factor every day to become mostly or completely pain-free. 100% drug-free Relief Factor features four key ingredients that each work on a different metabolic pathway to support your body's natural healing processes to respond to pain and inflammation. Now you can try Relief Factor 2. The three-week quick start retail price of almost $70 is now available to our listeners for just $19.95. Head to the link in our show notes to find out more. Start your journey to better health and less pain today with Relief Factor. Happy Friday. What an amazing week. And you already know what I'm going to say. We know it was semi-ish a long week, right? I I'm going to talk about this a little bit later like but I had the most craziest of weeks. Everything and anything that could have happened happened. But as we talked to Miss Noel of Paris Fit Studios a little later on today in the episode, we know that it just reminds you when life happens and when life goes crazy, it's sometimes just a reminder for you to stay humble and to get your mind together and know that things are going to continuously happen, but it will also work out. So we'll talk about that a little later. But in today's episode, again, we are talking to Noelle of Paris Fit Studios, and she is a dynamic young lady. Can I say that one more time? She is a very and extremely dynamic young lady. First of all, I don't believe anything happens by chance. I don't think that anything happens just by accident. Everything is always set in motion for how it's supposed to go down, how things are supposed to happen. And we linked up and it made sense. And listen, when you hear her, I want you to take a good listen to her because she is dropping jewels. This is the episode that if you feel like you are completely unmotivated, you know, I know a lot of us, including myself is out here trying to win. We're out here doing the work. And we've had so many highs, but you may feel like I'm not having those many highs. Like my life is not there. I am struggling. I don't feel like it's going to work out. I got so many things I should be doing. I wish I could do to wish I want to do. And I just I'm not there yet. This is the episode for you because if you listen to this episode and something don't burn, there's a fire that doesn't burn into your heart and you're not ready to at least attempt to get yourself on track, I need you down to then go see a therapist or something because you have got to be able to hear a spark. Listen, I don't always have to have it together. You don't always, you're not going to always have it together, but I know that in my life and I'm talking about everyday life, but especially when I was younger, like in my 20s. And I was doing everything, all kinds of stuff, right? One thing that always would catch me was a spark. And if it was just a spark to remind me of who I was, if it was a spark to remind me of how grateful I should be, if it was a spark to just put me back on track, this is the episode that's going to do that. This is one of the, I honestly believe is one of the most empowering episodes that you should pretty much be tuned into. So I am so grateful for Noel. I can't wait for you to hear it. It's just an amazing episode. And again, she is a fitness trainer. And I know you don't expect a fitness trainer to come out here with all this wisdom, but see people who have been through something in life, it, it's something that comes out of them no matter what. Like you can't really run from that. It's just as a natural progression. You just cannot. 
So let's just talk about some of the wins that have gone down this week. Can we give it up for Simone Biles? Like this Olympic gold medalist, number seven, she is amazing, first of all. And she is literally killing it in the game. She's doing the work, obviously her, you know, she's doing the work with keeping her body together. She's doing the work. I'm hoping to make sure her mind is together, but she's out here doing things that most of us are not able to do with our bodies when it comes to, you know, working out and getting, you know, physically fit. And the moves that she has is out of this world. But I was reading a couple of things and I was listening to a couple of things. And what brought to my attention is the fact that even in all those greatness that she has with the, the gold medals, people are still willing to try to find a way to discount her, to knock her out of the game, to say that, oh, she's not this, she's not doing that, she should do this more. You know, people, you know, they can't always be, you can't always help everybody. There's always somebody that will have something to complain about, no matter what it is that you are doing, no matter what you bring to the table. But I am just so elated to hear and see how amazing this young queen is. She is literally figuring out and she's one. Of, listen, I know everybody was upset about her little decal on her suit that said the goat, but she really is the goat. She legit is the goat it is not nothing that we can dispute there ain't no sense of you sitting there saying well i don't know she ain't all she is the goat in gymnastics she really is so i'm just grateful to even be in this season where we can see somebody of her caliber do the things that she's doing so congrats to simone biles i am telling you i hope everybody that's watching her and who did watch her is just inspired and a couple of seasons back, I want to say maybe the last season or the season before, I want to say it's season two. So in season two, I believe we were talking about Tamar. And again, it may even be season three. Tamar Braxton had been through a whole lot. You know, she was not down with her wanting to kill herself and whatever her reasons are, because, you know, everybody wants to speculate about why she did what she did. But you know what, Grace, she's here. And, you know, she's getting a lot of a little of attention because she was singing. And we know we know that Tamar can sing. She comes from an extremely talented singing family. Um, the sister of Toni Braxton, the living legend, as she is always considered and called. And it's good to see when you see somebody who is thinking clearly when their mind is right, when they're trying to get themselves together. And I know the jokes was just writing themselves. And 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 let me be honest. I know this is not going to be politically correct, but rightfully so. And I'm going to tell you why. Tamar Braxton has done and said a lot of different things. It's recorded. It's been on video. It's doing all these other things, but no one deserves to feel like their lowest moments that they didn't have enough strength to be here. And especially when you're a mother and you have a child. So I understand the darkness that she was in and what I'm grateful for, instead of just focusing on the darkness, is just grateful that she decided and found some reason, you know, that her life was spared. And honestly, when you're in a situation like that and your life is quote unquote spared, you know, you try to commit suicide or you try to take yourself out, but it doesn't work. It's because it wasn't supposed to work. It was supposed to be because you're supposed to be here so that you can there's something else that she's supposed to be doing, whether that is to make amends with the people that she has hurt or things that she has done or things that has been done to her. Whatever it is, we all have a purpose. And anybody who's ever had their just felt completely drained from life, they don't feel like they owe, they don't have enough to give. They don't feel like they, you know, the world will care if they're here or not. This is everyday life. People are literally going through and they are hurting. I've talked about my postpartum. I've talked about my depression. I've had moments, not that I've ever felt like I needed to take myself or kill myself, but I've had these dark moments. So I understand when people have dark moments, I don't do my best to not judge them because we, again, we don't never know what someone is going through. We only see the show. You see Braxton on TV. You see her on these social media shows. And I say social media shows because basically, uh, Reality TV is really based upon what social media wants, what the world wants, what the ratings say. And all these things a lot of times are made up. They're brought together to make sure that they're entertaining. And sometimes in the midst of entertaining other people, you can literally lose yourself. 
And that's why I know as a blogger and as an influencer, the best thing I can do is to continue to live my life. This is why I talk about the mistakes that I've made. This is the reason why I talk about the mistakes that I probably will continue to make. And, I, and, and, and we grow because a lot of people get really caught up in what they see, the shell of what they see. And they really are just like so gaga over making sure that people see them. And I was telling no no Noel as we talk about we bring her into the conversation, you know, some people only see wins. They don't realize the steps that people had to take to get to their wins. They don't realize the late hours that people put in. They don't realize the times that they got in the door slammed in their face or said no. They don't realize the time when the money was looking crazy and they didn't have what they needed. Like you don't realize the steps that people take. And sometimes when we covet or we want someone else's life, we don't realize that at the end of the day, you're not willing to go through the things that that person did to get there. Some things are honorable and some things may not be, but you've got to understand we have got to get to the point where we stop looking at what people have and wanting to, those things to the point where all we consistently see is just what we want, right? We only want these things, these materialistic things. And listen, I'm not crazy in saying that we don't need money because that's a lie. We need coin, right? To do the things that we do. But it can't be the only focus. We talked about with Noel a little later, and this didn't even make it on this episode about when you are looking at profit and you're looking to gain, you're looking to gain. Sometimes you you don't you're not always thinking straight because you do anything to make sure that you win. I want us to get to the point where we win, but we win because we did the work. And sometimes that work is sad. Sometimes that work is a very lonely road. Like I've had moments in my own walk with the blog and even now with the podcast where, you know, I can't look and see what numbers are doing for somebody else and, and then be so caught up in that, that I'm just like, oh, I got to continue to get this. I need more. I need more. And that's a hard, that, listen, I have to tell you, to be honest with you, that's a fight that I'm always fighting. I always want to make sure that I'm doing the best I can to stay completely humble as possible. Like, I don't want to get so big headed and bubble headed where I'm just like, uh, anything goes. Yeah, I'll take that. I never wanted to get to that place. And it's a part of me that keeps me completely chilled out and making sure that I'm thinking correctly when I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And so I just want to say that because I just, I don't want us to get all caught up in some things that we see people are going through or doing, because again, we just don't know what people are doing in their lives. I hope that you had, we did, um, you know, we had our episode, first episode was last week and Vera Fair did such an amazing job as we talked about self-care fails. And listen, I know that we all know better. We know that we're supposed to be involved in our self-care. It's not a, nobody can even like, there's nothing that you can think about that says, oh, I don't need to do it. You do. Everyone needs self-care. But do we do enough of it? We talked about that last week. And the answer is always no, we don't. So I want you to make sure you listen to episode one of season four. And today we have Noel from Paris Fit Studios and she's just gonna come and talk to us about some of the things that she's encountered some of her highs some of her lows it's a beautiful story but now that we've gotten through Memorial Day right Philadelphia is opening up today so if you are in the Philadelphia area I do believe Pennsylvania as well but I know specifically Philadelphia there are no more masks can you I don't even know what to think of today like a part of me is ready to see it all open. Another part of me is honestly, I am so scared. I'm not as comfortable. I probably will not get comfortable for a long time. And I just feel like I don't want to get to a situation where we've done all this work to try to be healthy, to try to keep our kids safe. And this is the same fear I had when everything started. You know, you do all this stuff to keep your kids safe. You do everything you possibly can to keep, you know, your family doing what they need to do. And because my family, my uh, um, extended family was hit so hard with COVID, you know, I just, I'm really hoping that everything is going to be okay because no mask on the inside, like, you know, they, it's a mess. So I'm trying to calm my nerves to really think about what that's going to look like and Philadelphia is finally open for businesses. I know that this is an amazing thing because I know for businesses that were hit pretty hard, they are welcoming this. Like they need to be able to try to make their money back and try to recover. There's a lot of businesses that are struggling. 
they don't have, they're not meeting the quota or they didn't meet the quota that they needed to. Not every business was, you know, received the loans that they needed to get, you know, and I am praying for the businesses that they're able to recover, but I'm also hoping that we can also stay safe, right? I'm like team business. I want the businesses to thrive, but I also want us to do what we can to stay safe. So if you're still not comfortable, you don't necessarily have to be, I would say you can continue to wear your mask because that's what makes you feel comfortable. Or if you're like, I'm not comfortable, so I'm going to stay home. I think we have to get to the point where people can make the decisions that makes the sense for them. If you see me out in these streets and I have my mask on, but you don't wave to me and say, Hey girl, or I'm going to see you because I can see your face. I am not going to judge you because you have your mask off, right? I want you to do the same for me. And I'm not saying that I'm going to be out here looking like a mummy, but I'm just saying, if that is what I choose to do, respect it. And if you choose to do something that's different than me, I'm going to respect that. I want us to get to that point because listen, the amount of folks that's, that's sitting on the internets right now, arguing over people's choice to feel comfortable and whatever that may mean for them. It's amazing to me how adults are arguing over Al Gore's internet right now. We don't need to debate every little thing. Listen, I am like the master debater. Nothing makes me happier than to, you know, go at it with someone. But even I had to take a step back. This I've taken a step back for years now, quite honestly, because it doesn't make any sense. Half the time you're arguing with someone who doesn't even know you. There's way too many uh, computer bots for me to even decipher if someone is truly real or if they're not. Some people go on the internet and their greatest joy is to tick someone off. I lied to you not. I've talked to friends who would be like, yes, I literally go on just to find people who are doing whatever they're doing just so I can make them mad. So I don't give people that type of space. Some of us are arguing with computer bots. And I'm like, I don't even think you know that you're arguing with computer bots. So I just need us to take a step back from arguing with people. If you're in your home and you don't want someone in your home because you're not comfortable, that's fine right? We have to respect people. We have to respect where they are, but I just need us to do, get on somebody's do better because we're spending way too much valuable time that could be really building us up to do other things in our lives. And we just sitting up here arguing with folks over what they choose to do. I want us to do whatever we feel is, and especially when it comes to safety, especially when it comes to the fact that, you know, like with children, like I have three, one of my children is eligible to get the shot. The other two are not. And so what do you do? You do the best you can to make the best decisions. And then you try to hopefully pray that you made the best decision so that they can stay, stay healthy. That really, for me is really all that I need to be worrying about is the health and safety of myself and the children. And so I, I just want to encourage the people to stop arguing with other people based upon how you choose to live your life. I know that it's pride month. I know that everybody is going to be in their feelings up or down about what you feel people should or should not be able to do. But I want us to respect other people's decision to live their lives the way that they choose to live it. Like literally that's what it basically boils down to. You don't have to agree with certain people. You don't with anybody to be honest with you. You don't have to disagree. You can just continue to do what is best for you. What somebody eats does not make you fat. So what somebody else is doing in the confines and the comforts of their own home is their business. And what they choose to do and who they choose to love is their business as well. I just don't want us getting caught up in any of that because none of that is going to be proper. It's not going to help anything. It's not going to change anything. I just want us to get really focused on what we need to be worrying about. And since we're talking about respecting other people, last week, Monique came on. I didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because we were talking about self-care. This week, we are talking about growing and becoming better and learning how to be humble and, you know, we're, we're talking about all of that, but I do want to talk about Monique just for a few seconds because I know Monique made a large stir. People are still going at it. It's, it's mind boggling to me. You know, when I grew up, my parents, my mom, my grandma, you know, it was taught that we were not supposed to be out here in these streets with your pajamas on or a bonnet or any of that. And I personally, this is my personal thoughts. I personally would not be outside in any of those two. 
Um, which is weird because I have gone and done like, you know, with my stories for my blog, with my Instagram, I have done Instagrams with my bonnet on in my house. I just don't foresee me personally doing it. I don't have a problem with someone else choosing to do that because that's them. Like, even if you thought it was like the worst thing ever that could possibly ever in life happen, it's just, that's what people are choosing to do. It's just, it's not my thing. For me, I just think there's so many different personal, beautiful outfits. Like there's so much athletic wear that you can wear. Um, there's scarves that are meant to, you know, quote unquote, meant to be worn outside. For me, I have to say this is a personal choice. Personal. I'm not the type of person that would go outside in my pajamas. And I, it's just not for me. I am not the type of person that's telling people that they're not respectful and they don't, that's neither here nor there. I just know that that's how I was raised. And that's how as an adult, now that I'm old enough to make the decisions that I would choose for myself, it's not a decision that I choose to make for me. So I just want us to keep in mind that again, these are called personal decisions, personal choices. Um, I just never try to allow myself to feel that I need to control other people in their decisions. It's just not me. Maybe in my other life, when I was probably in my 20s, I had opinions about everything. And then I would then make my thought process about how I would then prejudge or just plain judge someone based upon my own decision making, uh, decision making uh, choices. And so I've gotten a little older. I have children now that are going to make decisions that are not always going to agree with me. And especially once they become older, it's not but so much I can do, but to pray that whatever I put into them is going to be, you know, the good parts of it they'll take and the parts that they resonate with that will make sense and that they'll be good citizens in this world. Those are the things that I try to focus on. I don't need to be worrying about whether or not somebody has a bonnet. If I have been plenty of times at the airport and I've seen girls, women with their house slippers on, I've seen them with their um, pajamas and I've seen them with their bonnets. I have never in my mind ever decided to go tap somebody and say, you need to take that off or respect yourself more or do any of that. I get what she's trying to say, you know, old school moms, old school aunts, that's, that's what they do. They will have no filter. They're going to say what they need to say, especially if they feel like they're saying it in love and you can just take it or leave it. I mean, honestly, when it comes to dealing with people who are just a little older, I try to do my best to listen. And there are going to be times when I don't agree with it. And I have been very vocal about that. I can also agree and just agree quietly. Um, or disagree quietly. I don't have to make a scene. And so therefore Monique is entitled to her full, you know, fledged opinion. I personally just won't be outside like that. It's just my personal decision. Um, and if my daughters decided that they were going to do that, it's, it's not a hill that I'm trying to die on. It's a bonnet. It's a head. It's a head rag. Like I am not about to like burn down the house because somebody has a, a bonnet on. I'm not about to, you know, hope that I can stop you know, the plane, because somebody decided that they were going to uh, wear their bonnet at the airport. That's you. Like I personally came in the airport with my airport outfit. I actually specific, specifically will pick out a cute airport outfit. And that's me because I'm taking pictures that I'm trying to put on my on my blog. So I need to show people how I'm traveling. That's just my thought process when I'm traveling. If I'm traveling with my family and it's not for the blog, which I don't even know when that's possible. Um, I'm still going to do the same thing. I'm here for the airport outfit. I have one outfit to go and one outfit to return. That's just me. So again, I want us to be more concerned with the way that we just let people do what they're going to do. That that's, that's really important. So that is my five seconds of the craziness that's been going down, um, School is almost over. Parents, can we get a, like a prayer circle or something going down together? Um, today is my kid's last day, which means I am in full-blown blogger and mommy mode. Um, two years ago, I started to do these series, and I'll even post a, one of the examples in the notes of the, of the podcast, where I would spend, I would set these limits. I would spend $75 a week. Not per child, not per person, but $75 for all three, all four of us. So it was me and my three children. And we found activities all through Philadelphia that we could do. And we did at least two to three outings a week 
every week. So this was like a challenge for me. So for the two months that the kids were off, I challenged myself to only spend $75. I'm here to tell you, I don't remember going over. I might have gone over maybe one week and then had to adjust. But overall, I stayed within that budget. And I know you're thinking, how in the world can you be in a large city like Philadelphia and spend $75 total? And I mean, $75 total. So anything that wasn't grocery, meaning if I was out with my children, you know, for parents, if what I'm talking about, and you have to buy them a snack that got counted against the $75. And I made sure that I did not go over because again, I wanted to prove that you can spend less, but still have as much fun. So I'm going to probably try to find a way to do the challenge again. Um, it's probably going to be way easier because I'm not going to just take the kids randomly to too many places because you know, COVID is still real. Um, but during that time, two years ago, COVID wasn't a thing. And so we literally was out here really, you know, having a ball. Um, one thing about living in Philadelphia, if you just get on your Google, I need you to get on your Google, you and Google should be besties, you should be best friends. People always ask me, how do I find things? Because I stay on Google, I will look up activities for everything and in surrounding cities and surrounding towns, like, that's how I've always been, especially when I became a parent. I feel like I've become stronger in my Google search, becoming a parent, because if I'm not looking up, a, you know, on WebMD to find out what's wrong with them, I'm going to find out what to do with them so that we can all have a good time. And so, yeah, I spent $75 a week for all four of us. And we had a blast. It was eight, uh, eight weeks. My kids wanted for nothing. I'm talking about pool time. Uh, go randomly and get a snack, go into this event, going to that event. And I'm talking about nine times out of 10, a lot of the events had nothing to do with the blog, even though I did blog it, it wasn't tied to things. So when I say that is I do get invited to a lot of events in the city. So that's a disclaimer right off the top. But when I go to those events, I usually go with either myself or I take a guest with me. Those are usually not counting my children. It's very rare that I'll do an event that I got invited to that will include my kids. So when I spent that $75, I spent it just like a regular person not connected to any, you know, of any association with any of the affiliates or people that I work with, none of the clients or anything like that, straight up, just using and thinking outside the box. We did lots of arts and crafts. I mean, listen, I can't even imagine what we're going to do. Because we're going to be trying to get some trips on the on the on the on the map. <laughs> For this summer, I'm going to figure out what my uh, weekly uh, spending with them will look like, but it will look like something we will be having a little bit of more fun, even if it is, you know, closer to the house. But that's what we're going to be doing. So I want to get right into this episode because this is the episode is what we're going to be talking with Noel is really the meat and potatoes of the entire episode of giving you that hope and really just listening to her talk about her story, the things that she's been through where she's trying to go. Don't you love a woman with a plan? I love hearing women with a plan. Women who've been through stuff, who've failed at things, who've gotten themselves back up, who've had life, real life, real life situations happen to them and are just determined that no matter what happens, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to dust myself off and we're going to try and get ourselves together. I'm here for those type of women. I am that type of woman. So I gravitate towards other women who are about something. Noelle is about something. Isn't it befitting that she has the same name as my youngest daughter? And everyone who knows my youngest daughter knows that the Noel from Paris Fit Studios is, is like watching my daughter um, as she grows up. Because if my Noel can be anything like Noel from Paris Fit Studios, I will have felt I have raised an amazing daughter. Um, and again, I love seeing women who are serious about life, who can then also appreciate and just be humble and really just be about their business. Um, so I want you to give a listen without any further ado. Let's give a beautiful conversations with toy. Welcome to Noelle of Paris Fit Studios. Paris Fit Studios. Um, she is going to talk to us about everything about taking care of our bodies, working out, basically getting our lives and reclaiming our lives, to be honest with you, because a lot of physical activity 
is not just about, you know, working out and losing weight and being snatched in pictures. A lot of times it has to do with our mental and our emotional and just everything about us. And so we start with our body. Sometimes it can help us in all these different areas. So I'm going to give it over to Miss Noel, and she's going to talk to you all about what she does. Hi, and good afternoon, everybody. My name is Noel Davis, the owner of Paris Fit Studios. A lot of people are like, oh, where does Paris come from? I am very, very obsessed with the city. I am actually an archaeologist. I started out as an archaeologist. I did my studies over at Rutgers University of New Brunswick. And I also did my studies in England at Manchester University and a dig in Italy and ended up in Paris where I came back with all different Paris hats, scarves, gloves, mirrors, everything you could think of. And I just fell in love with the city. Um, I ended up in a car accident about a year after working as an archaeologist on the I-95 project here in Philadelphia. And it gave me two lower lumbar bulges. And as some people may know, archaeologists, while they excavate, they have to lift up 45 pounds. And sometimes we're walking from way deep in the ground, walking uphill, walking up the mud. And it's a lot of strain on our lower backs. And I was unable to do it. It was such a nervous wreck for me and such a terrible thing for me because I always dreamt of being an archaeologist since I was 12 years old. And I finally got my first federal job literally two months after graduating college. I went to multiple doctors, multiple physical therapists, and I was just so exhausted. And I finally met a doctor after spending thousands of insurance money and my own personal money. And he said, go in the gym. Now, a lot of you guys will go on my page and you will see that, wow, this girl is thin. I've always been a thin girl. So I'm like, why would I go to the gym? Why do I need to work on my core? And they ended up saying that um, it will help with your lower lumbar bulges. It will help strengthen your back. So that's the reason as to why I went into personal training. I met a lady at the gym and at the gym, she told me that, you know, I watch you not be able to do crunches and push-ups and pull-ups and everything to now you're able to do it. And I think that that's something that other people in the world should definitely see and definitely something that you could share with others to help them in their journey. And I became a personal trainer. I moved over here to Philadelphia. I knew absolutely no one. And I had one girlfriend that told me, start making business cards and put them in the plane of fitness. I said, girl, you won't get me in trouble. They're going to kick me out. <laughs> and I did it. And now here I am. I own my very own gym in three and a half years of being in business. And it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. My love for archaeology has never gone away. I can't wait for my business to pretty much run itself so that I could be a full-time student studying physical anthropology. Wow, you have some amazing goals, to be honest with you. And it's refreshing to honestly hear how ambiguous you are, but just how focused you are truly focused. And I, I want our listeners to hear that because sometimes when we hear and we see people have businesses, we don't hear the backstory, right? We never hear about what it took to get there. We just see people moving and shaking and we're just like, <laughs> I want a part of that. I'm like, it, it, takes, it takes work. You can't just... It Mm-hmm. bounce from anywhere and just think you just stuff's gonna happen overnight but you took something that you wanted to do and then it's like you deviated from the plan but you, it, it's still going to bring you back and that that part is amazing as well and the great part about it my my favorite study well when I do physical anthropology I want to focus on osteology um the most and forensics to be a forensic archaeologist osteology is the body it's the bones so I understand the bones from studying in school. When you come to me and you say, oh, I I have a a fracture in my scapula, I instantly know what that is. A lot of the times when trainers are trainers, they just know the muscles. They're not very familiar with the bones. So being able to still work with my clients that need rehabilitation, it's like, okay, I'm still studying for school at the same time. So like that, I feel like I didn't drift too far away from from the dream and from the goal. So it's like I'm taking each and every aspect as a learning ability, um, even wanting to do forensic archaeology, I want to help those families who have lost their loved ones and they have been missing. Um, there's mm-hmm. a show that I actually learned and love right now. It's on oxygen. It's called Buried in a Backyard. And so that is what I watch to help me still stay in loop with archaeology because they find these bodies from 30 years ago and you don't understand the closure that it gives to these families. Even though you can't have that funeral for them, at least you know where they are. 
So like my end goal being archaeologist, I would like to have a nonprofit organization to be able to give the families a proper funeral after we find their loved ones, because 30 years later, insurance money is gone. You really can't do the things that it is that you really want to do. So just being able to give people closure as a personal trainer, being able to give people their lives back. Being a mom that may have gotten into a car accident that can't jump and play with her kids, now she can. It's like my life is just surrounded by helping others and making them feel good mentally. Mental state of minds are a very precious thing. And if you're not in that right state of mind, you are in a terrible space. And anybody that's not in the right state of mind, I want you to close your eyes right now and really think what it is that you want out of life and you go after it. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something. Don't let your health stop you. Make your health better by going to doctors and figuring out what you could do because your body matters. And that's true. Um, I was listening to another podcast earlier today and a gentleman had wrote in and he was saying that he just basically didn't have any direction and they were giving him all this advice. But in the back of my mind, I was saying if his mindset is all over the place, nothing that they're giving him, which is great advice, but it has to come with you being in the right mindset. You got to be where you're supposed to be. And if you can't honestly think clear enough, you're not going to be able to be able to hear somebody say, oh, go do this and do that. Because all you're thinking about is all of that, that foolishness that you got, not necessarily foolishness, but the, the stuff the that you have on it. Right. And you can't even push through that to say, oh yeah, I should go put my resume in here and do these different things because your mind is all the way messed up. Mm -hmm. And I've been there, you know, I'm young. I, whew, you guys don't even want to know. I literally had a terrible week. I literally, <laughs> bought a new car and somebody ended up stealing my mirrors off the car. Then I went and put a whole new, a brand new car. Then I went and put a new alarm system. And Sunday I was so tired from working and creating a speech that I have to do in New York that I forgot to lock my car. And somebody went in my car and took my money order for my rent. So it's like the devil is loose, but I couldn't stop. I had to really sit down and look at it and say, well, this happened to you. But you just got a trademark for a new invention that you did. This happened to you, but you were able to persevere and make it through the pandemic with a gym that you literally opened two months before the pandemic shutdown happened. And you I just, just have to ask you that. How you have to literally let your mind see it, accept it, pray about it, or meditate, whatever you want to do. And then go to the next test. Life does not stop. Time does not wait for no one. And if you dwell on those bad things and you dwell on your fears, you will never be able to make it to the next level that you need to be at and where you should be at. That's the truth. You know what I found? Like I was having a rough week last week and I found sometimes it's sometimes we don't want to even just sit down. Sometimes we're so like on this. I got to get it figured. I got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. When I sat down for just 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And literally calmed my, like calm my mind, sat down and really just said, okay, you know, you just got to figure this out, but it'll be all right. You only have to think, just sit down for 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like, it changes everything, it changes everything, write it down. I got so frustrated. I wrote down every bad thing that has happened to me in the last month. <laughs> but then I looked at everything around me and was like, that was just God giving you a test. Yeah. I mean, my husband, he was calling me, he was all frazzled and he said, oh, the tire just blew and this doesn't happen. But I was like, listen, the tire blew today. But remember, I had to go out for a procedure last week and I was in the car by myself. It was actually not even last week, the, the, the day before. And the tire light came on. So it was like, what if I was driving? I was an hour away. I would have been out with the car. And I said, listen, we have to just really count our blessings because really it could yes. be so much worse. And he was right up the street. So I was like, Take it to the to the, right to the to car place. Exactly, you can walk back home. Like we, there's so many things to be grateful for, and exactly. it's just like sometimes we don't think about that. Our mind just literally goes from zero to hundred, and we don't take that time to just pause. Yes, yes, exactly. True, it's so true. I wasn't a meditator. I used to look at people. I'd be like people that did yoga. I'm like, mm. I'm talking like about talking about sit in a room and clear your mind. Clear my mind. You know how much things run through here. I have a track and feel, you know, like she's a runner, she's a track. Yes. That is in my mind. I am literally that in my own mind. I was like, sit for five minutes and meditate or block things. I can't do that. Once I learned how to do it, it changed my life today. Um, it was like Alexa, because I, I do it on, on Alexa. Hopefully she don't hear me. But I do it on her and I say, you know, play the meditation. And today she said, the meditation is about accepting, accepting the negative. 
And basically, it's, it, she was saying, when you're dealing with something, somebody else in the world is dealing with something else that's bigger than right. what you're dealing with. When you're when you think you're sad, think about the person that just lost a loved one. You lost a piece of paper, but a person just lost a loved one that they won't get back. So it's like things that we have to really like sit and be grateful for that we're not in a worse situation. But literally the things that happen to us, we are always prepared to fix it. We just have to really believe and think with it. So that kind of is like my story with the training. I would have sat there and been like, I'm never going to be able to do nothing again. I did my degree. I went to school. I went overseas. I studied everything. I got my architectural certification to do this job. I can't do it anymore. No, I found something else. And I said, I'm not going to let that dream go. I'm just going to go in a different field of the dream. Mm. So that, so that is just uh, the blessing of the mind and with health, your health has to be correct. Eat blueberries. It helps your memory. <laughs> I just fought a brain, a brain injury. I had an accident in 2019, right before I opened my gym and I cut my head open 10 centimeters and I couldn't remember anything. Oh, it was terrible. Mm. Lights. I would think that the light was red when it was green or green. It, it was so messed up and music helped me. The determination of me wanting to get better helped me. I didn't have to go do those tests. I didn't have to go do the things that I want. Music and really wanting to do better for myself helped me. So if you ever have any dreams, any goals, you have to really sit down and want it and focus and make sure that you are in the best mental state that you can be. So focusing on your health and making sure that you are right. A lot of times we, we're moms or mm. we're bosses and we own businesses and we have to you know, worry about our staff. You have to care for you because if you don't care for you, you will make yourself sick and run down. And I tell a lot of my clients that like, yes, you have a lot going on right now, but be grateful that you're giving your, your body this 30 minutes of a workout because you're changing yourself. You're making yourself a better person. It may not mean nothing to you right now. Yeah, you may want to snatch body, but it's not about the snatch body. It's about what you're going to be when you're 60. Imagine if you continue working out now when you're 60, you're no cane for you. You're walking right. around with your grandchildren like, you, like you're 42. You're cutting back years in your life. So I tell people, you have to take that time to focus on you, whether it's sitting in the room for five minutes in silence and just getting your thoughts together and being thankful for the things that you have in your life, or if it's taking a walk around your block, your block may not be too big. Take a walk around your block. It's a way to clear your mind and it gets you in the right state. What's the biggest thing that you find with like your clients? Like what's their biggest, you know, I know people may come in with physical issues, but what's, what's their first block that they have to push through when they're working with you? No self-motivation. Their, their self-motivation is, is either torn down because of an accident, a relationship, just the insecurity of how they feel themselves. But once they break through it, it's like they need it. <laughs> it's like I have people like, oh, I can't. I'm missing a day. I have one client. I love her so much. I'll say her name because she never minds. Her name is Miss Ellen. And she literally loses her mind when she doesn't work out. And I love it. Because it shows that I'm making an impact in her life. She's like, I need to work out with you. It has been two days and I'm losing <laughs> my mind. I'm like, it's okay. We've been working out for the last three and a half years. Two days is okay. But it also reminds me, no, those two days to her are important. We don't know what those two days may do for her. Maybe she may be going through stress and I don't know. And that workout just makes her feel better. We, you, we, I, we truly never know what the next person is dealing with. We only know what, what they tell us. Right. But that's, that's why I love my job. And I tell people, you know, my job is, is very hectic because my clients are, they become family, they become mm -hmm. friends. And so not only do I have my own burdens, but I have to put my, my burdens aside sometimes to be there for them. Like even Monday when this, all this stuff happened, I still had to work. Mm -hmm. I still had to go to work Tuesday. I still had to go to work. Yes. I'll talk about it, but I can't put what I have going on in their lives because they come to me for that comfort. They come to me to be that release outlet, that therapeutic outlet. So it's like, you know, that's why it's so important to have a trainer or a therapist or a spa masseuse or somebody that somebody can talk to because being able to talk to people truly help. We have a lot of blockage mm -hmm. in our, in our lives. Sometimes like we're dealing with a lot of stress or stress of the children, stress of work, stress of school, and we have no outlet. 
And I feel like a lot of people need to figure out what that outlet may be. Is it singing music? Is it working out? Is it walking? Is it talking? Is it going out for food? Is it going out to look at different flowers and different landscapes? Shoot, sometimes I used to just drive in the car with my mom just to look at houses in other neighborhoods. That was a therapeutic outlet. And I just feel like a lot of my clients come to me to be that therapeutic outlet. But me being the person who I am, a very kind, loving, I put everybody before me. That's why I say it's so important to put, to understand how to have that balance. I put everybody before me that is in my presence at the moment. But then when I get that one time to myself, I truly, truly take advantage of it. And I feel like each and every person should do that. It's, it's very unfair for the worker to go to work and have a, a messed up day because their boyfriend did something. And when the customer comes into the store, you have an attitude with them when they're not the person that did that to you. Sometimes you have to set yourself back. And you mm-hmm. have to reevaluate yourself before being in the presence of other people. So I would say just being able to master that and being able to master that, I feel like that is what helps my clients break through and to push through after coming to me. How long do you think, or I mean, you should, I know you know, but <laughs> how long does a person need to truly be with their personal trainer? Because, you know, everyone has their ideologies and thoughts that, I'll go to a personal trainer for X amount of time. Yeah. And and you're not going to get, I don't understand people like it took me a long time to shed the weight that I had. So I don't understand how you think you could take all this time to put this weight on. And then you're supposed Mm -hmm. to just drop it off in a month. It's crazy to me how people think that way. Consistency is key. And it truly just matters. Like, um, I mean, I've trained with people three months and they shed the weight and as soon or I train with people one month, they shed the weight and they're like, Oh, I lost the weight. I'm done. If you're going to stay with your trainer after you shed the, or if you're going to leave your trainer after you shed your weight and your weight is gone and you're at the goal that you want to be, you have to maintain that. Whether it's you work out on your own two days a week, but a lot of people don't do that. So I feel like, you know, if you feel like you're not the person that is self-motivated, try to work something out with your trainer. I'm a very open personal trainer. I, like I said, I opened my gym two months before the pandemic. I'm in old city. So my prices are probably fairly higher than like most places, but the pandemic happened. So am I going to tell people these are my prices? No. I say I have an option for biweekly payments or I have an option for weekly payments. And then it comes down to it too. I may have a mom that's a mom before and her husband just left. I can say what works for you. Right. To me, it's not about, it's not about the funds. I can care less. God will always make sure that I am, have a roof over my head. I have food on my table and my business is open. So it's not about, I have times that clients go, oh, I forgot to pay you. Well, I don't worry about it. When you get the chance, not saying that I got it like that, right. but at the same time, when you are working to help other people, it shouldn't, your job should not be about just the money. Your job should be about what you love to do personally. If you're not doing what you love to do, it's not for you. It's not for you. And it, and, and I don't think that you should be in business. Honestly, if you're doing this just to come up and to be rich and famous, it's not for you. Whatever you are doing, it should be for the better of the people and for the joy of you actually seeing it. If you're selling t-shirts, you should be doing it because you love showing your brand and you love seeing people wear your stuff. And you know that people feel comfy in your clothing and they love to wear it. That should be your payment. And I mean, the extra payment will come. Right. But that should be one of your top payments. If it's not the joy for the other people, then what are you doing? I think it's not going to flourish. They forget about purpose because they sometimes they only look for profit. And you always got to have purpose over profit because you will lose profit. You will lose not having a purpose after it without having no purpose. But if you have purpose, that profit will always follow. It always Mm -hmm. follows. Always. I'm telling you, and I know for a fact as a business owner myself, like at the end of the day, even when all hell breaks loose (laughs) and everything drops, when purpose comes in, it's always something that will always carry you and it'll guide you to where you're supposed to be. Yes, it will. People forget that all the time. Yes, it will. It's like I tell people with the the pandemic happening and the the big loans that everybody's getting, my, my one client was like, wow, we didn't get that. We didn't get all that. And I'm like, but it's okay. Because God made sure that we was able to do what we needed to do to make sure our businesses are still flowing. We right. may not get what, what they got, but our we're doing what we need to do. We are walking in our own paths. And it's right. just like, you know, I could have sat there and been like, wow, everybody's getting this $100,000 and I didn't get it. No, I got to sit back and be grateful and say, wow, 
I had my business shut down two months after opening. I had no source of income. I only had one person in my class. And then on April 17th, I posted that I had resistant bands and I sold out all my merchandise. That's, that, that's God. Because so I got to thank be thankful for these little blessings because he allowed me to do enough. It may not be the accelerated, but I, I'm able to maintain. And right. maintaining is what a lot of people need to be humble and grateful for. Being able to maintain is, is, is great. It's like even with weight loss. If you're not losing and you're not gaining, figure out what it is. But if you start to lose and you at least lose 10 pounds, try to maintain that loss. Because in a split second, you can go right, right back. back up to where you was at. Right. Life is about maintaining, maintain that same focus and that same path that you did with the first 10 pounds and then watch it continue to go because you're maintaining, you're being consistent, you're doing the things that you need to do. Life is about maintaining and being grateful for the small goals, for the small blessings. Now you've been dropping jewels this whole time, but <laughs> if you had one more lesson to give someone who is listening to you, um, and they're, you know, they may be wherever they are, whatever's going on in your mind and heart. What is the one thing you want to leave with them? Close your eyes and picture a small mustard seed and hold that dear to your heart. And I want you to water that seed until it becomes the biggest plant or mustard seed that it could possibly be. Keep watering your dreams Keep watering the things that you really want out of life. Keep manifesting the things that you want out of life and watch it grow. Don't worry about what somebody may say won't happen to you. You have to believe in yourself. For the person that say that you won't be great, tell them that you're going to be greater. For the person that wants to see you fail, pray for them to live to see you. For right. the person that tells you you will never be anything, you be larger than life and you show them. You believe in yourself and you continue to water your own mustard seed. And I promise you, you will continue to grow. Now, because we um we do love and we love the things that you're talking about, but we also want to make sure that we get people to you. We want to make sure we get, we get clients to you because we know a lot of people have been gaining that uh, pandemic, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, it's almost like the freshman 15, but the pandemic yes. 30, uh, we want to make sure that they get themselves back on track. Um, I know a lot of people who are just starting the process of feeling comfortable now that they're vaccinated and wanting to get back into the flow or, or maybe they're just wherever they are in their journey. How can they reach you? Because they may want to, you know, use your service, which you may, may not, you want to use her service because as you can hear, this young lady is absolutely positive and balanced. And I want you to get underneath somebody like that when you're talking about working out and starting your journey. You shouldn't just go. And first of all, I'm a true believer. You shouldn't just get any trainer. I, I'm a true believer of not just grabbing any trainer. Your trainer has to have the right vibes. You have to be able to connect. And so I want them to hear where they need to get all of the things where they can come and get their lives and, and really get their lives back. Like you said before, and I've said it too, it's not about it's not about just, you know, losing weight to look good in pictures. It's a journey. And that journey doesn't stop or doesn't have these start and stops. Just like, oh, I, like you said, I got this weight and I'm good. You want a journey for you to have a lifestyle change, not just a, you know, I'm going to on vacation change. You want a yes. long-term lifestyle change. Yes. So you can visit my website at www.getparisfit.com. Recently, I just trademarked my very first invention that I made during the pandemic called Gym in a Box. So a lot of times, some people aren't comfortable still going back into the gyms if they're not fully vaccinated, or they're just not comfortable just coming out. Gym in a Box is filled with all of your at-home equipment that you need, like resistant bands, jump ropes, fitness sliders, Swiss balls, you name it. And you get a free two-month subscription to my private YouTube that has yoga, Zumba bar, cooking classes, nutritional counseling, and more. So that is our first option on my website as well. You can find everything from sweat belts, massage guns, shoulder massagers, a customized plan, a green mix. Anything that you can think of and fitness equipment. Right now, I'm wearing my bucket hat and my bubblegum outfit by Paris Fit. So we have you covered to start your fitness journey. I am located at 221 B Vine Street, 
Philadelphia PA 19106. If you type in Paris Fit Studios in your Google, your Yelp, your Apple Maps, your Uber, it will pop up. We are located in Old City where there is free two-hour parking. I know that sometimes in the city people don't like driving, but there's free two-hour parking. We are going to be starting back our classes next week. So Monday and Wednesday will be a hit boot camp. And on Tuesdays, it'll be a hit step aerobics class. We're going to be doing some pop-up workouts throughout the city. So if you guys are ever interested, please, please, please contact me. My number is 267-277-3613. Or you can visit me on Instagram at Paris Fit Philly or Paris Fit Studios. If you just type in Paris Fit on Google, everything will pop up. You can learn a little bit more about my journey as an archaeologist turning into a personal trainer from different media platforms like Fox, NBC, Philadelphia Inquirer, Oxygen Magazine, and more. I am a Under Armour influencer here in Philadelphia, so we are going to be having a lot of events where we'll be giving away free Under Armour gear. And I love Under Armour, first of all. Um, <laughs> I will say they have the best uh, face mask when face masks. Yes, they do. Um, they have the best face mask. I could breathe my whole life through that <laughs> that mask. Um, my, my little faithful black one, I kept that yes. thing because that was the only comfortable mask that actually fit and you could breathe. You didn't have no yes. problems at all. My husband was very jealous. I was like, get your own. <laughs> Um, I was so, on PHL 17 and I did a workout and they were like, look at her. She could work out if she's wearing a mask. I was like, it's the Under Armour mask. Under Armour mask. Anything. <laughs> like I could be out in the heat without no problem. I could be in anything and it would just, it literally yes. was no problem. Um, yes, so yes. I, I'm not, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give them that plug because they heard <laughs> that, that mask was worth it. Um, yes. And um, so but we are here. We are here for the city. Um, here in Philadelphia, the obesity rate is over 60%. The childhood obesity rate is over 40%. My goal here as a personal trainer coming from New Jersey and now being in a new city, being here in Philadelphia, I want to help lower that rate. So I am here to help each and every person um, that is interested. So I know, like I said, personal training is very pricey sometimes, but I am a trainer that is here to help you and is willing to work. I have options for you. I have free events for you. I have everything to help you. Just please let me know your true, true needs in fitness, and I will help guide you any way that I can best. And you will be seeing me as soon as this surgery. I have a little <laughs> procedure coming up in the next two weeks. So once that is over and I'm healed, you will be, I will be sending you a message because yes. um, you I, have a speedy recovery. Yes, listen, I'm not playing <laughs> <Get myself laughs> back together, but um, you'll definitely be seeing me. And that's not just for the podcast. Like, literally, I will be sending you a message like, hey, it's me. I'm ready to go um, because I'm used to that type of environment. And that's yes. I just need to get back to it. And again, with the pandemic, you know, everybody had to take a little breather and a little break away from their norm. But now that the world is opening up and as as a Friday in Philadelphia, everything will be a go. Um, and open up. So hopefully a lot of business will begin to, you know, pick back up and yes. get you know, their selves together and level out financially. And um, yeah. so I'm just blessed to see, first of all, thank you for just being here and on the show, because we, I personally, as a podcaster, I started off as a blogger. I am a blogger as well, but I started off from taking a situation that could have been completely negative and turning that completely around. Um, and so I always seen, and it's not that it's not a, it's not a mistake that I always bump into people that have that same type of mission because mm -hmm. that's what I'm all about. So I always believe that you connect with what you put out. And so today this, this episode and just having, I know I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for a wonderful opportunity. You're going to love the gym too. What's your favorite color? Red. Red. Okay. It's a little off. My favorite well, I love pink red. too. If I had my, to go, my favorite color is second. red. My okay. favorite color is red. A lot of people don't know this. So this is a hidden gem that a lot of people don't know. My favorite color is red. I love the combo red, black, and white. But my gym is all pink. I saw and you that. will love it. It is Instagram friendly. So when you come in, take all the pictures in the world. <laughs> Listen, and I will because I always want to make sure other women too, especially because I know I struggled when I first moved here to Philadelphia with like community and finding people that I knew mm -hmm. and um, you know, and those struggles were very real for me, but, you know, taking that one step, that one step towards, you know, your future is always, it's always good when you just take the initial step, even if it's the scariest step in the world, just taking that quick step yes. sometimes will be helpful. 
And sometimes we need those people and be grateful for those people in our lives that push us to that direction. The lady that told me I should be a personal trainer, she actually got me certified and I do not remember her name. I wish I did because she has changed my life. Every time that I'm on the news or I'm speaking to someone, I always say it. If you're ever watching this, please find me so I can yes, give you your flowers. <laughs> and then my one girlfriend, Sarah, the one that told me to put those, get those cards in the bathrooms, even though they threw many of them out. Thank you. You changed my life and I love you forever. Even my Under Armour rep, Courtney Bell, just him reaching out to me in the middle of the pandemic, giving me an opportunity. I'm just so grateful for those that I have crossed paths with and have given me opportunities to share my story and to spread my, my love for fitness and my love for helping others. And you can't go wrong with that. You cannot no. go wrong with that. <laughs> no. Thank you again. So what did you think? Honestly, and I had this conversation with Noel even after we recorded, is that we talked about being human. The ability to realize that life is just bigger than just the things that we have going on with us, right? And learning to be humble, which she is one of the most humblest people I've met right off the bat, and learning to be humble because we are one situation away from feeling devastated we're one situation away from having these bad things that happen but as you saw with her story you know you and I and we all have these times where things just happen like out of our control nothing that we can do and it's literally how we respond it's not always about the resources that we have to fix it. It's not about what we can do to try to turn things around. Sometimes it's just about waiting and learning to have the right response. We are human. So there's times when our responses are not always the greatest, but if we have gratitude in our heart, it'll always come back to remind us. The world, the universe, whatever you would like to call it, will always remind you that you need to be human, that you can be calm, that you can handle the situation. And if it wasn't something that you couldn't handle, it wouldn't have been brought to you. I know that there's been times, and I've talked about this on the podcast, where I've had some of the most darkest of times. Noel has had the darkest of times. You have had the darkest of times. But in those dark moments, the biggest thing isn't about the situation. It's about not realizing that you're already going to win. And when you realize that no matter how the situation looks, and I mean, when the very bottom of your life feels like it has completely dropped, you will still win. It may take time to win. You may not, your wins may not look like everybody else's wins, but I promise you life has a way of always covering you, especially when you're doing the right things and you have the right motives and you're moving the right way. And even in the midst of making mistakes, I've made mistakes trying to do it the right way. I've made mistakes thinking I was right, but my heart was right and my mind was pure. And so when I felt like those times when I didn't get it all the way together, I felt like there was a covering. So I want to make sure that we understand that life is going to hit it's going to have very moments of highs and lows, but it's our responsibility to try our very best. I say try our best because again, we are human, but to try our best to get right back up, to get right back in focus. And again, don't look at what someone else is doing. Don't worry about somebody else's race. I talked about this on the blog last week, your race, your pace. Some things in life is going to look like everybody is running full speed ahead on both sides and you're just left, but you're never left. You're never alone and you are going to be able to conquer and get through the most difficult of situations. So if nothing else, I want you to one, support Noelle's business at Paris uh, Fit Philly. I want you to make sure that you support her because I do believe that she is out here doing the work that's greater than just being a trainer. It's greater than that. It's deeper than that. It's way more than that. So make sure that you support her Paris fit studios, make sure you support her. And not only in just supporting her, because again, you may be you may say to yourself, I'm not in Philly. Well, when I looked on her website, she has options for you to get some training um, via, you know, I don't know if it's zoom or some type of, you know, video training. And remember, she has her gym in a box. 
right? You cannot get any better than that because you're going to go to many stores and not know exactly what you need. And if you get her gym in a box, you'll have everything that you need so that you can get your life together. But beyond that, remember, we all have a story and she is bringing a story of resilience, determination, and hard work and staying the course. Even if that course deviates for a few blocks, it always comes back around to the point of contact. So we want to send continued blessings to Noelle and to her studio and that the clients are going to just start pouring in because again, when you see and you hear somebody doing good in this world, you want to support them. So go on to her Instagram at Paris Fit Philly. Make sure that you go onto her website at Paris Fit Studios. Remember when you put it all into Google and everything is going to pop right up. And if you're in the Philadelphia area, make sure you support make sure you attend. I know some people are not comfortable with getting back into the physical gym. Again, we already talked about the options there for you. And if you are comfortable, go and support and free parking in Philadelphia is hard to come by. So we don't really have any excuse, right? So have a great week. We will see you next week. We are on a good roll. Hasn't these conversations been great? We had some amazing guests so far. If you didn't catch last week with Vera Fair, make sure you listen and watch that and share this episode. This could be a really defining moment for somebody that could be life or death. This could be somebody that needs that boost, that needs that encouragement. So share this episode so somebody else can get and hear that there is life beyond tragedy, life beyond accidents, life beyond mistakes, life while being human, and then learning to be humble enough to walk in grace and know that there's enough grace to really and truly cover everything that we choose to do. And we just got to make sure that our heart is okay. We got to make sure our heart is pure. We got to make sure that we're there and we're doing the things that we're supposed to be doing. And remember your race, your pace. Thank you as always for joining me and I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.